podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. I want to shout out, because I haven't shouted out in a long time, the still top of the FMLPL table. This dude, my name is Wilson, Anton Johansson. He's been top of the table pretty much all year long. He's 64th overall rank. He wildcarded like you did and a lot of others last week. He's flying, dude. He deserves all the shout out. 64th is... Yeah, that's very high. Top 100. Quite good. Yeah, top 100. Just going fucking ham. His team is yeah. kind of just template and boring. His wildcard well, team. Consolidate. But he got he he has Conte as his fifth mid, which I obviously hate. Yeah, that was a mistake. But I mean, what do we know? He's sixty fourth overall. Yeah, well, we do know that that was a bad. Pick. <laughs> Maybe the other fourteen picks were good. Yeah, I mean, but watch Conte score next week or something. <laughs> um, it's not even fucking fit. Yeah, he's not even playing. Um, so, how'd you do? How are you doing? We're recording on Monday night, so there's still the Arsenal-Southampton game, but what's going on? Well, you know Kev, my big differential, came in in spades, just flying with 17 points. So I'm having an absolute barn burner. I'm at 73 points on my wild card squad. I have my rank. I'm at 28K right now. Um, I still have Chuck Yoshida Stevens and Captain Prang Mantis to go on Wednesday. So I'm really just <laughs> dodged. Prang Mantis is a great new addition, by the way, to the Ozil <laughs> nicknames because it was always just Bug Eyes or like Bug or whatever. But getting specific yeah, is good. Yeah, he's definite Prang Mantis reincarnation. Um, <laughs> yeah, I got so far, I'm on four cleans with Alonzo plus goal, baps, everything between Czech, Alonzo, Yoshida, and Stevens. That uh, that Forster pen save was huge, huge for me. And then not a ton of returns in the attack besides really just Kev. Um, Jesus got five, and Kevin 17 is enough to propel, though, because really looking at, looking at it from an attacking standpoint this week, no Awful. attackers... Did well. You've already scored, so people who had him, it cost to score, but six isn't like that insane. It's just standard Costa. Yeah, and Vardy was just two assists. Like It was such a low-scoring week from the attacking perspective. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah, but defense is really where, where it came in for me so far. So, And De Bruyne, I mean, De Bruyne 17 on a week like this when no one really got points in attack is a huge difference. Thing ever. Yeah. It's just pure Kev. I, I looked it up before we potted. Going into game week thirty six, this this game week, he was Kev was only on by two point two percent of the top ten K, which is like you're basically in the top ten K right now. So you just got like an insane huge boost over everyone else. Yeah, I mean it's the kind of thing that competitive players thinking about Kev and looking at him, he's just too expensive, like you're not gonna get a template player that everyone else has or whatever, but Again, I've been talking about Alexis for a month at least, and you know he didn't really sniff goal again, which is pretty standard with this new formation. So that's really where I got the money. So granted, Ozil blanked, and he didn't really look good either. 
I got the extra two million, so that meant that you know I could get Kev instead of someone like Sane or whatever, and go for another big differential who I thought had better fixtures, playing in a good team with good attack and everything like that. So it just really came in for me. Which yeah, is nice. it was both. It was both that and your three five two with Vic. I think those were the two. Yeah. No Alexis and Vic are the the enablers, which will save you like at minimum save you two mil or four million. Four. Yeah. Yeah. Which is just so much. Yeah, going Sane to KDB or Pedro to KDB is crazy. Yeah. But you could do it. So, yeah, overall, I still have, you know, Kane and Erickson blank, but whatever. I'm glad I didn't go three out front there for them. But I don't think I would have really modified anything. The only thing I was really looking at doing was with after we potted was changing Czech, Alonzo, and Yoshida. I had some different things in where I had Forster, but. In the end, I mean, I'm happy, obviously, with Alonzo. No, I mean, you picked the right combination of that trio, clearly. Yeah, and, Ch- yeah, and Czech, again, with him, it's why I was trying to hold on to him so hard was he got the save points, he got a fucking bonus point. That's the cheekiest thing ever. I can't believe he got yeah, a Yeah, but I it's mean, his first defenders the year. are pretty <laughs> shitty. Was it really? Yeah, actual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. So their defenders, bad. their defenders are all kind of bad in the bonus point system with the Especially three at the back. And the back yeah. got a card. Kashelny got a card, so they don't do that many like the bonus point defensive actions. So it makes check a lot more valuable. Which you know, having him instead of Caballero is a small, thin margin so far. You know, it's only a couple points, but we'll see what he gets in Southampton. So he's already looking. Yeah, uh, I mean, already for a double on eight is incredible. Yeah. Minimum, he'll be on his 10, realistically. Yep. So it went well. So I'm hopeful that I'll get a little bit more luck. Maybe I get something with Otsal and I could even rise more. Realistically, I'm expecting something from Alexis. I'm expecting to go down a little bit from where I am currently at 28K. But overall, I mean, dodging that first game with Alexis, I'm not worried about Game Week 37 not owning him just because nobody's captaining him. So. I can make those points up easily throughout the rest of my squad. I think, yeah, especially I think with bench so boost, I'm not. I'm just not even remotely concerned with not owning him in game week 37. Even though their fixtures are better, he's just not going to be captain, so it's not yeah. going to hurt me that much. Yeah, that's a very what a, fair what a, evaluation. So, what about you? You have your well, just AOA on your squad. And, one more thing. I just wonder. Uh, I mean, we'll get more into Spurs and Chelsea in in what the fuck happened, but I just wonder if, in hindsight, like. Even just double Spurs attack ends up being too much of a commitment with their their now status of just not remotely being in a title race anymore. But I mean, we can dig into that a little later, I guess. Yeah, let's talk about that later. Um, you looking I'm not flying to the levels of you, but I'm having a great week. Um, I saved and didn't wildcard, so I'm on 53 points. I'm up uh, 44k places. Still not really a respectable overall rank of 196k, but maybe I don't know. Maybe I'll get within 150, or I doubt I can get to within 100, but who knows? Um, yeah, I was looking at the numbers. The top 10k average is 43 and a half, and the overall That's... average is 34.7. Yeah, the I mean over, but the top 10k average in the 40s is very surprising to me. Because... Yeah. All of the double game week defenders so far all returned. So but I mean, what that really thing. is telling it's us is yeah. Go ahead. No, go no. You no. No, you I was just going to say, so many people that were already in the top ten k had probably already blown their second wild card, or just not planned yeah. ahead and like 
blown triple cap and all this shit. And they weren't the types of people where it seemed like everyone was wildcarding and getting in the same defenders. They weren't the people doing that. They just kept their, their team the same roughly. And they missed all the Southampton points and they missed Arsenal points and just, you know, all the like basics that we all covered for kind of. Yeah, and I guess I did see a fair share of people who benched, even those wild carders did maybe play one of their two Southampton defenders or even bench both or bench one if they only had one. Yeah, it's a because fair Because realistically benching. on paper, yeah. yeah, at Liverpool home arsenal, that could have just been a three-pointer, two-pointer total, but you got to, you know, we've been talking about it. You just got to take the bites of the apple because you never know when it's going to happen. And, you know, they get that clean at Anfield and, you know, I'm paying four one and four four for these two defenders, and I'm on six and seven. They still have a game to come. That's those. That's why I'm having this kind of a week. So, um, but I think more to the point about that is, yeah, I guess it is a reflection of. It's hard to judge when we get into these late stages when, like, we are so insane about holding wild card or this or whatever. But realistically, there are so many teams that already have spent their wild card. Maybe most, maybe all of their chips. That are in the top 10k, and that's you know really the reason why they are. So there's so much rank movement and ability to rise in the in these last few weeks when you pop your wild card and bench boost next week. We'll see how much that works. Out yeah, as well. I mean on the season going into game week 36, 41 percent of teams in the top 10k had used bench boost already. Yeah, that's, that's huge. insane. Like yeah, no one huge. that we, I feel like no one we know <laughs> or have even like conversed with has used bench boost yet. Yeah, and you're probably, of those 40%, you're probably going to expect maybe half of them to stay in the top 10K because they don't have that chip. Because yeah. realistically, we're going to be looking at a minimum of you know 14-point swing there from our benches in this double Yeah, week, absolute minimum. So, you know, around, even if you get like maybe around 18 or so, like that would probably be a successful bench boost, but that's a huge, huge point gap that we're going to be able to climb on anyone who's ahead of us who's, who doesn't have the chip left. So ah, it's, a, it's such it's a fucking good. exciting time. Um, that's pretty good. So back to my team. So, yeah, I mean, roughly a lot of the same shit as you. I mean, it's, it's roughly the same for everyone. Most of my attack blanked. I captained Alexis. King got me a little lucky assist. Vardy still coming good for me with the double assist, which was really nice. Covered my... Lack of Jesus, lack of Costa, kind of. Um, obviously, I have Alonzo. Kind of nice little treat. I'm on AOA. I mean, Romeo only got three points with a game to play, but it would have either been Gibson or Kelly who got one and zero points. So it's still nice, I mean, like, he's... Plus, plus four, plus five that I'm going to get out of Romeo, which is for the worst ship in the game. Not bad. Yeah, you get five points. That's an assist or return, basically, yeah. and you're and you're getting plus four points on that. Like for the worst chip, plus exactly. four. Exactly. So I feel pretty good about yeah. my AOA, which is nice. Yeah, um, it definitely worked. But yeah, I mean, like like we covered already. I mean, I'm just beating a dead horse. Just everyone that like we kind of needed to blank blanked. Just like uh, Yakupovich was the number one goalie. Blank Spurs no clean. Fucking Lukaku blank. Pedro Blank in a in a beating, just all this shit. So okay, it's good. So good let's. Stuff. I dodge dodge no hazard no Costa. Yeah, that was lucky. No, ha- so. no hazard nightmare or hazard for me. Actual nightmare. I thought yeah. he was gonna really come in today, but that was great for me.
Um, so why don't we just start with City? Because they seem to be definite the number one team to get assets from, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when you think about the the league, the shape of the league has weirdly changed a lot in one game week. So when you look at the team, the top teams who are doubling, the only two teams that have anything to play for are City and Arsenal of the teams doubling. Like Tottenham is locked into second. They have really nothing to play for. Maybe someone could catch them in third and they'll finish third, but that's absolute worst case. Um, United are basically just... They're on the beach. They're I mean, on the they're beach. Be they're going for Europa. for Europa. They should get through Celta Vigo. They're already up 1-0 on the away leg. Chelsea are one win on Friday away from clinching the title. So yeah. they're, they essentially have nothing to play for after Friday's West Brom game where they'll most likely win. So now it's just, yeah, like you said, it's City who are just in their best form of the season coming off of 5-0 and with company much better. And it's Arsenal are really the only two teams with anything to play for. Yeah, I agree with that for the big side. So, I mean, looking at City, I think Jesus is probably the number one asset to get, even though he didn't look too great against Palace from an actual FPL standpoint. He was still, you know, far forward getting, making good movements and things like that. He can always come in. And then behind him at the midfield, I think that, you know, Sané... For as good of a game he had in the middle third, he was really doing everything he could to blank in the final third. He could have had a hat trick on another day, didn't really put it together, but he was very threatening and he was getting into those positions on counters and stuff where if he wasn't shooting directly at Hennessy, he would have been slotting, you know, he could have had a game. Yeah, I mean, he had the most shots on target in the league this week. Yeah, so Sané looks like he's about to just come out of it because he's honestly, his stats in the past handful or looking further back aren't off the page outstanding and he doesn't really have too many hauls, but it seems like he's just around the corner from an absolute Mane-type explosion of a, a hat-trick game. Yeah, I, I totally agree. He's just he's just like a better Sterling <laughs> So like yeah. they make the same runs, they get into the same positions, but Sané's shots are on target, or his passes are a chance created, and Sterling just usually fluffs his, even though obviously Sterling scored yeah. against Palace. It's just, yeah, I agree. Like Three shots on target is a lot of shots on target. Sané yeah. had 11 yeah. touches in the box. Like That's a fucking million. You know? Yeah, just, especially for a midfielder. Yeah, for a midfielder, yeah. So I still feel good, and even though the, the blank's annoying. Yeah, I think Son is still a really good buy if you don't have him. Um, and then De Bruyne, obviously, you know, he's really expensive. I don't know if doing something like Alexis with the fixtures he has to De Bruyne is really that good of a transfer. I guess Alexis you probably have or other Hazard you to KDB is really interesting. It's really tough. I think Hazard is. I think Hazard's easier because I think there's more chance of Hazard only playing one game in the double. Yeah, I think whereas that's I think likely. Alexis is. Yeah, I think Alexis, because they're still outside chance with fourth place, whatever. But I think Alexis is going to play both. I think doing Hazard to KDB isn't terrible, especially. I kind of like it. Determining where you are, determining where you are in the, in the, you know, your mini leagues or whatever, your overall rank, what you're trying to do. 
De Bruyne is still going to be a big differential, even though his you know ownership's climbing because of his haul. It's going to be a massive differential. Like yeah. he's coming from so low, and Hazard's probably coming from number one midfielder. Yeah, and then I mean, you know how much I fucking hate Sterling, but I I don't think he's a terrible option when Aguero's injured. You know. Yeah, I mean, we just said so, it. I mean, Sané had eleven touches in the box. Sterling had fourteen. Yeah, and he but, also I mean, had three shots, and he scored, and you know created some chances and stuff. Like it's not all all touches in the box are not made created equally, but that's still yeah, his staggering. But Sterling's Sterling stats are like Tadic being good on stats. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's like everything realistically. Should be halved. Yeah, realistically, he still gets there, and he could luck into points as he did this week. So yeah, I mean, he I had a run earlier in the season where he just returned like crazy every single week you know he's yeah. capable of form yeah and so who knows yeah he could be on a on a hot streak and looking at Sterling's season I mean he's had those weird games where he's just been dropped or out of favor or subbed at halftime but his point total on the season is still pretty good compared comparatively across other midfielders in FPL you know so he kind of didn't do that bad this year. No, he was good for most of the year. He's seven goals and 14 assists. That's not a little. Yeah. And a yeah. lot of those assists yeah. are like drawing pens, but that's still great. <laughs> yeah. And then defense. I mean, besides company it's hard and Caballero, it's hard to pick one because it's hard to imagine anyone else playing more than one game to me. I feel like Otamendi will probably play both. What about Stones? Is he back? Well, he said he's like he could make it for their next game, but assuming they have two in the double. Yeah, I guess so. But I just, I don't know, maybe I'm being an idiot because Pep loves to tinker more than anything in life. But, like, they're finally keeping clean sheets and their games matter so much. Like, if they don't make top four, this is like, it's already like a kind of failure as far as Pep is concerned, but if they don't make top four, it's like it's their nightmare, you know, Pep's yeah. absolute nightmare. But they've yeah. kept like three cleans in the last four with Otamendi and shit, and I don't know, it must feel really good as a manager who couldn't solve the defense all year long to to yeah. all of a sudden have that, you know? It's like as yeah. soon as yeah. company's back, boom. Yeah. Yeah, companies, the missing link. Yeah. But, yeah, I think, I mean, from a transfer standpoint this weekend for the Game Week 37 double, I definitely would try and max out on City if you've got one or two. I think going for three with the fixtures and actually something to play for would be my my tip. Yeah, I think three is the best. They have the the incredible double fixtures and then at Watford in Game Week 38 also. Right, also a great fixture. Yeah. And then I think the other two big teams that we need to talk about is Chelsea and Spurs. I mean, you alluded to it earlier. Chelsea wraps the league up um, on Friday after they beat West Brom at home. What do you, or West Brom at the Hawthorns, what do you expect for rotation or whatever? I mean, Chelsea has the League Cup after Game Week 38, and they've got that 38 home in yeah. Sunderland. And then Spurs, you know, they have, they'll, they'll be on for nothing. What do you think? Do you think we're going to see rotation? Well, so let's start with Chelsea. I, I need to shout out this website, fplbet.com. They're good on Twitter and shit. Give them a follow. They, one of the dudes there, FPL Steve, I think his name is, <laughs> he wrote an article about what effect 
would Chelsea winning the league have on rotation based off of Conte's title-winning sides in Italy, which was a great little read. I just found it before we potted, basically. But to sum it up, after the first title, um, they had a League Cup final after game week, their last game week of the season. He made seven changes in the last league game before the League Cup final. After the second title was clinched, they had three games left. He made nine changes, six changes, eight changes to the starting 11. So, And the third title was similar to a little bit less changes, but still changes. So as far as Chelsea are concerned, I, like you said, getting going like Hazard to KDB is a good move. Like, I don't really think any Chelsea guys are essential this week, whereas like if you asked me last week when everyone was wildcarding, I would have said Hazard is absolutely a million percent essential. It's crazy how fast that can change, but I expect a lot of rotation from Chelsea. Yeah, I mean, I could see it for sure. I think we'll definitely see a first choice at West Brom, no question, but assuming no question. they win that game, yeah, assuming they win that game, can't really imagine anyone being safe. I think it's going to kind of be a combo of who's carrying a knock, who he wants to protect, and then who he just wants to trot out to keep their form up, depending on how he manages the individual. Yeah, and also another another point that they made in that article was certain guys have kind of like specialized roles, and Alonzo would be considered kind of a specialized role. There's no other there's no other left back on the team, let alone no other left wing back. So he might be the yep. kind of guy who can like survive and and play all those games, but yeah, it might be like Ake. I don't know. Yeah, but like then again, he he's played Ake a couple times, and he he always brings him in at center back. So I don't know. Yeah. But like center backs or the center mids or wingers, there are options that he's used all season. So it seems like those he considers much more like like for like changes, and he can keep the system. Right. So. And then, and then on top of that, there's only two days off between West Brom and Watford. And then after that, right. there's like, you know, a pretty normal length of time before Sunderland. But then between Sunderland and the cup final, there's only like four days off or something. Yeah. So, okay. yeah, I expect a lot of rotation. It's kind of okay. sketchy to have a Chelsea guy, honestly. Yeah, it's a tough one. I, I probably wouldn't be targeting them if if I'm trying to make my transfer or take hits going into the double. Yeah, like what me. about? Yeah, and then what about Spurs? I mean, they still don't have a League Cup final at the end of the season, but I feel like they're not going to rotate. I just think that he's going to keep playing his best team and just try and finish it at, in second on a positive note. It's not as though they have you know a ton of depth behind their their starting eleven. What do you think? Yeah, Spurs are a lot trickier. They're almost like the exact opposite of the Chelsea situation because I agree, and we saw it from last year once they lost the title after the Chelsea game. They still he still played their starting eleven or what was left of it who wasn't who weren't red carded for the last two games of the season. But with the starting eleven in those last two games of the season, they lost two one to Southampton and then five one to relegated Newcastle. Like Kane blanked, Erickson blank, no cleans in both. So it just seemed like kind of a meltdown situation versus like mm-hmm. a rest and rotation. So I guess I'd be a little more scared of that than rest and rotation because, like you said, they don't really have the kind of depth that a team like Chelsea has. And they don't yeah, have guess, a League Cup final to save for. Right. And I guess it is a little bit of a tricky one with their fixtures because you look at the rest of the 
the three remaining there, home United, after United plays Europa. So you know, United will be parked very hard as they just were against Arsenal, but that's not going to be you know a four nil. Then they're at Leicester, who's always a, a tight ship at the King Power. I'm sure they'll be up for that game just because Spurs have been so good and stuff. And then gaming 38 at Hull when Hull could be still fighting for their lives. So they seem good on paper, but they might be a little bit tougher than meets the eye. Um, yeah, and then on top of that, like just a point from um, – did you listen to Football Weekly today? I didn't make it through the whole thing yet. Well, they, you might have gotten to the part where they were just – one of the dudes was just talking about like how much teams despise Spurs in the league and how yeah. like, how present that was inside the stadium and mm-hmm. like at West Ham. And I was thinking about that when I was looking at the you know, like rotation, all that shit that we're talking about now. And it's just like – yeah, like you said, like United, Leicester, like there's nothing more than – what those fans would like than to like shit on Spurs and just like put a sour taste in their mouth and make their end of season horrible and and whole fighting for their lives they're they're kind of not great and I'm amongst the people who's going to be making moves this week because I didn't wildcard last week like I'm somewhat considering losing Ollie like I'll probably keep Kane but maybe I'll drop Ollie. Okay, so who are you looking at then? Because the only other big side really is like Arsenal. Who are not scoring goals or playing well um, with a double this weekend? Yeah, so um, I, I'd be looking City, at though. KDB or Sterling, I guess, but okay. probably KDB. Okay. Yeah, because um, okay. I don't have them already. If you already had KDB and you were maybe considering getting rid of Hazard or Ali or something like that, that that's a different question. I don't know where I'd go. Honestly, maybe Mares. That that it's a crazy punt, but it, these things are. These things make sense to me, as crazy as it sounds. You know what I mean? Like, Mars's stats have been incredible, and he just scored, and he's still on pens. And yeah, he probably wants to go in the summer. Yeah, and like Leicester. So there's a lot of teams with nothing to play for, Leicester included. But for whatever reason, they're still up for these games. Like yeah. they're still winning yeah, they're still every playing, single yeah. game and look really good. Yeah, they've been playing well. You know, so at at Man City is bad for Mars, but home Spurs might be good. And then gaming thirty eight home Bournemouth, that's yeah. like ideal. Yeah. Someone like Mars could be like the weird differential guy. I could see having a huge week. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting shout. I haven't really thought about Mars. I've yeah. whenever I'm looking at those like Leicester, Watford, you know, West Broms of the world that have the double, I'm always looking at their very their budgetary assets. Yeah, because not you really don't want heavy hitters. Yeah, you don't want to invest wanna, in yeah. them. But, yeah, but I've now had Vardy for a lot of time, and I've just, you know, I've I've had all of these returns in my side. Like they're fucking scoring at will. Like you watch yeah, highlights, been, and Mars looks like last year. Mars, he's just like, and yeah. Vardy going back for two months has been very, very steadily ticking. He's got to be among the top three forward scorers in the last, you know, in the last two months or so. So, yeah, that's an interesting thing to consider. I, I think it's probably a step too far, but. For me, for example, to consider doing something like Ericsson Tamares, I think is just a a little too wild of a punt. But um, yeah, you're eleven k. Like, I'm like a fucking billion k. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, something like that though for an outside the box. I I don't. Yeah, that's kind of interesting, Mares. I like that shout. Yeah, could could come through. Maybe um, I'll uh, have your kind th- of KDB glory. Yeah. So I think the other thing I want to touch on for looking at game week thirty seven is. A lot of people are still trying to sort out that Gabrielle issue. They're trying to figure out if they want to fuck around with their cheap midfielders. 
Why don't we look again, revisit for uh, for the double um, cheap defenders, like potential Gabriel replacements, and then also cheap midfielders, you know, like the JWPs and Albrightons. Um, starting at defense, if you had like four eight five zero to play with, where would you be looking? What do you think? Um, interesting. Um, I think I'd probably last. I know last week I shouted out Brunt and he came through with an assist. But now that we kind of have this newly shaped end of season, I think West Brom is still like a complete stay away. Yeah, home Chelsea in their title winning game, and then at City and their form and everything on the line, you know, is yeah, really, is really bad. So I'd probably stay away there. Maybe. Nah, I mean, I still hate the Watford guys, but maybe they come into play. You expect them to probably not keep it clean and at Everton, which is pretty tough. But at Chelsea, are they going to just play, you know, a backup rested nine changes, 11? I don't know, maybe. Yanmot? Yeah, maybe Yanmot. That's cheeky. Could be good. Protol gets on his head on a lot of headers. He's really cheap. Okay. Um, Huth, I kind of like Sunderland? for some reason. Huth is just so he's he's Harry Maguire plus ten years. He's just yeah. he wins like every fucking header on a corner and shit, and he's so good in bonus. Yeah, so I kind of always like him. In yeah, Huth Huth could be the problem with for me with Huth is just that's so hard to envision a clean for them in the double. Yeah, I mean maybe like I think maybe Tottenham if they're just fucked up, but yeah, it's pretty it's pretty tough. Yeah, what about fucking Trippier? Yeah, that's man. What is going on there? I wish I mean, there was more definitive. They've been rotating there. back and forth and shit, but I don't know. Is it crazy to think that he might just play for the rest of the year with whatever the fuck is, is going on between Yeah, why not? I mean, Walker there's, and po- there's no reason to play Walker if he's, if there's like drama and he wants to leave and he the season's to, yeah. over. Four yeah, seven. that could be cheeky. Yeah. It's, pro- it's probably then, better um, to get Trippier than to get Davies at this point with Rose like pretty much like back as close to back as we've seen in the last month a few months yeah i think it's probably similar to me thinking with rose is that rose is definitely not going to be capable of playing those back to back so if you have davies you just hold him but i mean i wouldn't be looking to get him because he's going to be playing probably maximum one game unless if we hear some bad news about rose in the press conference yeah but trippier i think has actual potential to just play play both play all three yeah i definitely so i I would rather Yeah, I'd rather punt there, but at four seven, I think that's even if you only get one game, I would probably take one game of him over two games of any of these other like fucking Yanmot, you know, four seven. Yeah, that's pro- that's yeah. fair. That's I very fair. Unless you're a believer and Spurs just melt meltdown, which I think yeah. is a possibility. Yeah, I think so. I still like Sunderland, dude. I think the way that they the play value against Hall, and Yeah, they who like Barry Glendening called it, but like has a where did that yeah, come but, from, dude? They just they, they get relegated so, they and then so they hard. put in their like best performance of the season. That Defoe goal was a ridiculous offside goal, though. Yeah, that they yeah. just fucked up, but but still home Swansea, yeah. Swansea is not. They're terrible. I, I would not surprise me for them to put in a performance and just beat them at home. Like it's their yeah, last home not? game of the season. Their last home game of the season. Last home game in the Prem for a few years. Yeah, yeah, they're the going to they're gonna want to come in for that game. Buzzing. Yeah, so I think that could be Sunderland could have something about them for that game, which makes them you know attractive to me. I'm very happy that I stuck with Kone. I, I stuck him. Great in, so, shout. With the yeah, coin. so we'll see. 
We'll see. Yeah, Billy Jones, sneaky, sneaky goal. He has like weirdly really good attacking stats. Just if yeah, you if you can afford point two more, he might be a little cheeky guy. God, fucking fifteen pointer. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, what the fuck? Like <laughs> most guys are not capable of that. There and is. then what do you think about budget midfield? I mean, even going up to the six five region, I think it's it's a bleak it's a bleak scene out there. It's really there any, brutal. It's really tough to pick anyone in that budget bracket between six five and you know four or five midfield, I think, to yeah. find any value. Yeah, guys who are like getting rid of Zaha and getting rid of people yeah. like that. They that's this is their price range and it's fucking rough. Yeah, I, I think Maybe keep an eye out for what United's lineup is tomorrow, but that's a good idea. Yeah, you might be able to get in like a cheap, Mata, like I don't know, or Herrera might even be like an assist or something. Yeah, you might be able to, or even I mean, I don't like Lingard, but if he doesn't feature on Thursday, he'll probably start in the league, and he's yeah. five six. You know. He's better than someone like Al- Albrighton to me. Well, yeah, Albrighton is, is a shout, though. Like, I, no, he, I guess I'm shouting out basically the entire Leicester team. But, like, indeed. you know, obviously the goal is not what you're relying on. But he still crosses, like, double-digit times a game. Like, he, he's an assist shout every game, basically. Yeah, he is. But he's also terrible. Yeah. I, I, something I like about him. His nose. Yeah, his nose and just, like, his... He got fucking cut by Aston fucking Villa. Yeah. And then he goes and wins the title. Yeah. (laughs) It's just, I love that. But I think also Southampton, probably, if you keep an eye on what kind of lineup they play on Wednesday, could be indicative of who might be available for two games in their next double. I don't know. They're so fucking bad. They're so bad, though. It's tough because they're terrible. And then it's the same thing with like. West Brom and Watford is they just don't have any midfield options that are reliable. Yeah, just none. I mean, like, yeah. could, like you said last week, and Kapu stats compare favorably to every other like fifth mid, like every other Romeu and Conte yeah. type. But like, I don't know. It's not really most people don't aren't dealing with their fifth mid this week. They're looking for someone who's a fourth mid. Yeah, Which, and then I guess yeah. Arsenal also does have some interesting options in this bracket. I mean, the Fox, Fox is awful. Yeah, but he's five eight and he crosses like Albrighton, and at least he's on like a good team and seems to be nailed. And um, and we know from from Novak's experiences that midfielders playing wing backs are just like nailed for max bonds. Yeah, unless if, if, if you're Marcus A. Yeah, unless you're Marcus A. Well, no, because he's an actual. Because oh, he's an back. actual wing. He's an actual defender. Not getting this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I wonder, I like know, a Chan- little, I don't a little pricier. Him. I wonder if like Yaya is a really <laughs> insane shout. But yeah, but isn't he right there with Sterling and shit? How expensive? Is yeah, he? that's Seven true. Two. Basically the same price. As Seven five. That, yeah, that's up in another yeah, bracket. It's so basically, we're we're. Grasping at straws in this bracket. There's Maybe you're really just better. Nothing. It's yeah, there's really nothing. Crazy. Maybe you're better off just trying to avoid that bracket and just make a big downgrade to get to a higher bracket, a premium bracket, or something. But yeah, or just yeah, just drop that that six million fuckface you have to Kapu and upgrade one of your defenders to you know if you don't have Alonzo or some some shit like that. You know, like just go upgrade somewhere else is what I'm saying. Like. If you can't find anyone you like, 
change Gabbiadini to Jesus or you know something like that elsewhere might be yeah. more points. Yeah, I just think it's an interesting one this week looking at the double because there are not very many good differentials. Again, we we beat beat the horse last week about saying how bad the fixtures were for the yeah. city sides. We have so many doubts surrounding Chelsea and Spurs for the double. It's going to be a very strange Arsenal double game. Arsenal aren't scoring. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a just very, going to be very, very strange. strange situation. It's cool to me having the doubles this late in the season. It's just like yeah. we think we know everything, and then game week thirty six happens, and so much shit has changed. <laughs> and yeah. it's just like fuck. I don't want Chelsea. I don't want Tottenham. All of a sudden, like, where, where did that come from? Yeah. So I mean, for me though, I mean, I'm holding my assets, and I'm just gonna hope. I mean, and then one that we didn't mention is Josh King. He's single game yeah. weaker, but he's better than probably every single player we just named. He's yeah, home he Burnley. Still has, still has two great fixtures. Yeah, you know, home Burnley. He returns and, every week. Yeah, so that's maybe your best bet. Yeah, he might just be the best. I'd rather have him than like Redmond. Yeah, definitely. Redmond won't play more than one game, and if he plays one game, he'll just get two points because it's fucking terrible. Yeah, it's weird with this week. It's also just like all of those, like all of the potential budget guys are not doubling. Like, just yep. if you just sort the midfielders by like price, it's like all of the guys that might be interesting, like your Evertons and your West Hams and shit like that, are just they just don't double. So. You're just there's just a huge void there. Stoke yeah. and shit. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Totally. Um, what else are we All talking right. about? I think let's push. Let's go to caps on our wait, teams wait, wait. and let's wrap. Let's it. do. At J said at J Diaz underscore sixteen. Rob holding for Jose Holobas. What do you oh, think about holding? I don't like it with Mustafi around the corner. I think that he's just you're just trading one risky, shitty player for another risky, shitty player. You, so you think I'm Mustafi not, in for holding and Monreal stays left center back? Or do you think Mustafi yeah, just joins the three center backs and Monreal moves up to left wing back? Because that's the those fact are the that two it options. could be either. Yeah, the fact that it could be either represents enough risk for me to not consider holding. I mean, just because he's 4 1. On Arsenal doesn't mean that he's a good option because he might start one, you know, one game, maybe two. I don't know. I just don't know. I'd rather take take a punt on someone I know is going to play both, like someone like Kone, who I was, you know, shouting last week, who might score a goal. Yep, that's fair. I just don't. I, I think it's going to be tough for him to change this one because I we're beyond predicting what Wenger's going to do based on not playing Alexis up top, therefore not playing his best formation for the last three months. They kept it clean against United with Gibbs at left wing back, where and and you know they scored two goals, one of which was insanely lucky. They're playing against uh, some shittier sides coming up in thirty seven, so you would think that he doesn't need to play a defender at, at left wing back in Gibbs, and that he would want to push Monreal out. That he's a little bit better, a little bit more better delivery. Yeah, but it just there's no way of knowing, and there's I think no trading one risk for another. Trading one risk for another doesn't make sense to me. It's just inefficient, especially have, when you're not making yeah. enough money. If you were trading out yeah, some that, really risky, expensive guy like Louise, maybe, who's like kind of dinged up, he'll probably only play against West Brom and be benched the next game. That may be more interesting because you're, you're not only are you trading 
two guys with equal risk, but you're also making like two million on that transfer. Transfer. You know that. Yeah, makes I it think a also better, at I this think. stage. Yeah, also at this stage, if you're not going to be double swapping, then making money doesn't mean anything because we only have one more week to make a transfer. Uh, yeah, so you it's like, you know, the, the, money, the money's out the window almost. If you're looking for the one-off, I would just be looking for 180 minutes wherever you can find it with some type of goal-scoring threat and hope that you get lucky rather than gamble on Rob Holden. Yeah, I like that. And then one other, just a shout-out, this dude, Max, at Max a Martyr. He just is shouting out for a, for an Ali red card during the double. Going to boil over after losing the title, which I just thought is a great shout. And a kind of extra motivation for me to get rid of him. <laughs> He'll probably punch someone in the stomach, let's be honest. Probably the ref. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, yeah, let's go ahead. Okay. So who do you think you're in a cap? Probably Jesus. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just feels like safer because he at, like shoots and is more far forward than KDB. But yeah, I don't know. I feel good about Jesus. I feel like he had a decent game. He he had one really good goal scoring opportunity. They kind of toe poke right to uh, right to Hennessy, but still got the assist and you know nailed on being up top there with those two homes. Like it's hard for me to see past. Them. Yeah, that's that's the more important thing than like the form almost. Like he got through eighty four minutes. He, we know he wasn't fully fit. You know, it's just good that he got through it. It's good that he got an assist. He still shot some and was just present around the box. And yeah, the nailedness is really just the key. Yeah. Um, I'm still going to consider KDB, though. I'm not a Yeah, you have to. Him. He's been on fire. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very interested to see the presser to see if Pep gives away anything, but. It's just it's tough because KDB is the kind of player I feel like he might feel that because he has so many midfield options that he might be able to get away with resting, but I don't know. Yeah, that's fair. What are you I, looking at? Well, so I haven't made my moves yet. Um, one thing that I'm that I kind of made the decision of is I'm just gonna fuck price rises and just wait until Friday to make all my moves since I'm gonna be taking so many hits. I just don't want any risk of like you know late press conference knock or some shit that I couldn't, couldn't have predicted for another hit. So my captain, I think, is not on my team yet. Um, I think it'll probably be Jesus or Kevin also. I just think the fixtures are too fucking good. Um, and like we talked about earlier, they have everything to play for. I think, as we saw with the 5-0 against Palace, they have probably the highest scoring potential and everything to play for and the best fixtures and their home. You know, it's just everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I think I'll probably be on a city player too. Um, but we'll see. I'm going to make a bunch of moves. I'll probably be on like a minus 12 or something like that. And you guys will see in lineup lambs, I guess, who I captain. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's really got to be a city guy to me. I don't see a big contender otherwise. I think... The risk around Chelsea is significant enough. I guess. I guess Kane isn't insane. Yeah, it just doesn't feel good to me with the way that last year ended and with their season just crumbling this year. It just feels like you're picking someone who's like limping over the finish finish line, you know, as opposed to a team who's fucking flying like City. You know what I mean? I don't know though. Maybe Kane's better. I haven't really thought too much about Kane though, because they're gonna play. 
United, and they're going to be playing fucking a shitty ass side. Yeah, but Europa. But I don't know. They're going to be parked. Kane's I mean, better. the only reason Arsenal scored that first goal is just one million percent luck. I still just yeah, but think United can park. Their attack is one million percent worse than Spurs. That's true. That's true too. Yeah, I just don't. I don't know. I mean, you always like Kane. The he, he always. You always like Kane, though. That's the thing. He it's motivates like he got, himself, you know, more than anything. Yeah. But I don't know. He wasn't really a threat. He's the best West player Ham. in the league. Mm. Mm. I might, I might think about that a little bit too. For me, I'm, I'm going to go City over Kane. I think for sure, but I don't okay. know. We'll see. We'll see what kind of tinkerings okay. I get up to. Okay, so let's look. What I'm saving, so we'll skip that. You're but saving what are you looking at? Not even a one move. Hunt. No, I mean, I feel like. Yeah, I guess who my would you team move out. Yeah, like my team is fucking good. I don't have anything in the bank to upgrade, so I'm just gonna sit tight. I think having two frees to do a double swap in 38 when I know yeah, who's got better. something to play for, it will be nicer. So. Yeah, yeah no. easy save sense. for me. Easy save. That's why. I mean, that's the ideal. That's why I set my team up last week when my wild card was yeah. with the save in mind. So yeah, and you're pretty but, covered everywhere. That's good. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. So what are you looking at? So I'm looking at a lot of things, and like I said, I'm not going to actually put my moves in until Friday. But really, what I'm looking at is like who's definitely going to be out of my team, and I know that Bai is for sure going to be out of my team. Kelly, almost definitely. Gibson, almost definitely. And then aside from them... Oh, I'm wait, why at, would you spend three moves on defense? You can only start three, and you already have Alonzo and Stevens. Bench boost. Are you kidding? I'm fucking good right now. Wow, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you just Keep missed going. the fucking tap in. <laughs> uh, yeah, I want my I mean, bench defenders to double. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep drinking my guy. beer. You, you yeah, yeah, drink your beer. The yeah, other two man. guys that I'm kind of you know tinkering around with, getting rid of, uh, are Gabbiadini and like I mentioned, I'm kind of tinkering with Ali. I just don't yeah. like the vibe right now. And Gabbiadini is fucking horrible. There's every reason in the world to get rid of him. Ali, obviously. Incredible player, incredible season. I just, I don't know. It just feels bad to me to have him where I can double up on City Attack, triple up on City Attack instead of Ali or Gabbiadini. just feels a million times better. So, yeah, I'm for sure looking at Jesus. I think he's really the only forward that I don't have that I'd really want. I'm pretty comfortable, funny enough, with Vardy now, who, if you had asked me last week, I'd say I'm probably 100% getting rid of Vardy. But, like, I, I wouldn't want Costa over Vardy. No. Yeah. And, you know, so Jesus is really, like, the only guy I'm missing, kind of. Right. Um, so Jesus in for someone, and then I would love to get KDB. Maybe I won't have the money, and I'll go Sterling. And then defense, I mean, <laughs> back to City. I mean, I would love to get, like, company or something, but I might be... I might have too many city guys, so defense will be tricky. I'm not sure which way I'll go with that. I mean, maybe maybe I'll join you with a Sunderland guy. Maybe I'll get like uh, Huth, who I was shouting out before. I'm not really sure. Who do you think? Maybe an Arsenal guy. You know, there with this new formation. Yeah. Maybe I go Koscielny or something. Koscielny, maybe yeah. Toby. Yeah, Koscielny, Toby, something like that. Kind of a differential, but on a 
you know, good team and nailed. That's what it, my ideal boxes to tick. So that's kind of I mean, like I, what I'm like. I'd probably at. rather keep Ollie than Alexis. Like, why the fuck would you keep Alexis? Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I guess just the fixtures is really the difference. Yeah, but he's terrible in this formation. Yeah, he hasn't scored. He hasn't returned in you know three consecutive games. But I don't know. At Stockholm, Sunderland is just. I think those might be good enough that. Yeah, but Ollie's just returning so consistently. Yeah, I mean, he has two blanks in the last three. His goal versus Arsenal was like a weird deflected shit goal. I don't know. I mean, yeah. we're, we're also potting Monday night. It'll be pretty telling, I think, how Arsenal handle sure. a shitty team like Southampton. You know? Yeah, that's fair. But that makes uh, sense. Yeah, maybe I get rid of Alexis. It's just I tough because then like, you... I'll feel bad because I won't have any Arsenal coverage. Like I won't have Ozil or something, and I don't know. Yeah, but they score like two goals a game back. Yeah, and... it still just feels yeah. bad going into it. No, I understand. It's, it's like a point where I could get fucked. Whereas like getting rid of Ali, I don't feel that bad because I still have Kane, you know? Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. You feel like you'll get half the points. Or yeah, yeah. Okay, it's just that's that's you know two million. Yeah, it's a You'll lot. Have to of see millions. when you're tinkering how much difference that is because if that's the kind of thing that'll get you, you know, company or or Toby Koscielny or instead of Koscielny yeah, instead of someone Prodal. like you know, <laughs> yeah, that's the difference. So. Yeah, so okay. yeah, yeah it'll be a lot of tinkering all week, um, almost as if I'm on wildcard, but. I think everyone that I just named will be the guys that I'm dealing with. Like, okay. I'm not going to touch goalie, even though I, De Gea is not ideal. Yeah, it's I, fine. You have two doublers. Yeah, ideal. exactly. Like, I'm just going to deal with what I really deem, you know, a weakness or necessary to deal with. Like, Bayi might not even play. Gibson single and terrible. Kelly single and terrible. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I mean, if you go on to five trannies with your saved, you're on for a minus twelve. That feels manageable. You could maybe pump it up to a sixteen if you yeah, find someone for a mayo who you really like. Yeah, I think that's fine. I think if you go on to twelve, go on twelve would probably feel better than sixteen. But yeah, again, well, I think it'll probably it would, be one of those twelve or sixteen, and, yeah, and that'll feel like pretty much a wild card. Yeah, because Romeo, I think he should probably get a stay because. When you're thinking about four points, looking at his trans, looking at his fixtures, and looking at who you'd be getting instead, it's probably you're probably better off just keeping him. Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. why I got him in the first place. He's just yeah, the so most I, nailed thing ever. Yeah, so five looks good. I mean, you'll do your three, your three bench defenders, Gab, and then either Ollie or, or Alexis. Yeah, I think that's okay. it. Yeah, that sounds good. Wow, look, a lot look, of moves look, coming. Yeah, we'll see who you get on uh, on Thursday, Friday. Yeah, lineup lambs will be big time for me. Okay. All right, Check let's wrap. us out. No, I'm going to do that again. Check us out at FMLFL.com. Follow on Twitter at FMLFL. Email us FMLFL at gmail.com. Join the FPL League. Like us on Facebook. Right on iTunes. Cheers.